0: The adventures of Bradley and Donna, my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. Watch what you drink. Bradley.
1: Um, it turns out those <laughs> olive oil drinks, yeah, from Starbucks are making people move.
0: Yeah. To the bathroom.
1: Okay. It's true. So I saw this story over the weekend and I thought, "Haha, we must talk about this cuz I just think it's bizarre." That of all of the flavors and all of the things that you would want to put in your morning coffee, the best Starbucks had on this. I mean, and they like went all out. Yes. Yeah. This. this is a global campaign to shove olive oil into your favorite coffee beverage. Well, according to a story over at CNN Business, some customers are complaining the new olive oil infused Starbucks drinks are making them run to the bathroom.
0: All right. So they like the taste, but they don't like the after effects.
1: I don't know anything about their feelings on the taste. But what I will say is, according to uh, the story, um, <laughs> quote, half the team tried it yesterday and a few ended up needing to use the restroom, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's what a barista said on the Starbucks Reddit page. CNN did reach out to the Redditor for comment. It, quote, might be the sheen from the oil. Or it could be the aftertaste. Apparently, um, other people on social media, on Twitter, etc., were saying things like the oleato drink, and they're called oleato olive oil.
0: I don't like that. I think that's a stupid name.
1: Oh, gosh. Why?
0: I don't know. It's just stupid. Oleato. It's just.
1: It's probably like Italian.
0: But, okay.
1: <laughs> you know, I love that you're I'm stuck sure on the name. It is. I'm over here going, like, who wants olive oil in their coffee? We do. Barf. Mike and
0: I love it.
1: You don't love it. We like I butter. Did love it. Yeah, you butter didn't love was it. okay. No, don't but I didn't it. like the olive oil. No. Oh, okay. You would never go to a Starbucks and order olive oil in your drink. Are would you kidding
0: me? Of course. But not so much. I'd say light on the oleo. Olio. What is it? Oleato?
1: <laughs> Oleato! Oh. <laughs> Go heavy on it and just deliver it right to the bathroom, please. Yes, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Why would you? Ever... Maybe
0: people need this in their life. Somebody you know?
1: with irritable <laughs> bowels said, quote, I wouldn't touch these drinks with a 10-foot pole. Well,
0: of course you would, wouldn't if you have uh, a condition, but some people have the opposite problem where they can't.
1: Oh, I'm so talking think, about so like,
0: constipation.
1: <laughs> you, you mean you're got talking got it. about... Not no, uh, not that... Oh. Constipation! <laughs> um so you're still you you still act like you want to drink this thing
0: I, i would i don't want a whole tablespoon or whatever they put in it how much is it how much do they put in
1: well okay so a 16 ounce drink let's see i i had the actual details now they're trying to do this thing look i know there's a reason please don't come at me starbucks people i i love starbucks some of my best friends are starbucks but never in a million years would I think I, and I love, look, I love olive oil. Some of my best friends also <laughs> olive oil. I love those two things together. We can actually party together. We can hang out. Like I'll go to latte town and then like bring my olive oil friends with me mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll have a party all together, but just not in my mouth at the same time. Right. Oh. What? Those are some close friends. Yeah, I'm just saying like, you know, I love all those flavors. It's like saying Parm like Parmigiano Reggiano or as uh we grew up saying it, Parmesan. You know, like I don't want that in my coffee.
0: Sure, but that's a completely different thing. You know? Why? Because it's like one a is food. oil, solid food.
1: But what does Parmesan cheese come from?
0: Uh cheese. Milk? Yeah.
1: So I can hear somebody going, look, it's a dairy. It would be Well, I would
0: say the added benefit that I like the taste of olive oil and I feel like it does something to the bitterness of coffee. It changes it a little bit. So it isn't so bitter. I taste more olive oil. Okay. then
1: look, I want you to have all the olive oil in your coffee.
0: Yeah, I'm going to bring some olive oil and see if it helps the office coffee a little bit. I'll only put a dash.
1: Didn't we do that?
0: Already? No, I put in way too much. Okay. Remember? I, I think put in like to... I like a fourth of a cup. It was ridiculous. I
1: think when this stuff actually comes out, we need to try it because it's designed for Oh, you don't want to try it? <laughs> no, I do. I
0: just <laughs> I'm a child. When Ooh. it actually comes out, I'm a child.
1: <laughs> oh, not from your butt. Okay. I'm saying when it comes out from Starbucks, honey. <laughs>
0: okay. Oh, I- <laughs> We could get it here already no
1: it's right now i think it's only uh let's see it was rolled out in italy in february mm-hmm, so select like, stores in oh, I, that's the other thing like italians i mean call please pronto uh because i just can't imagine them going like you know what we need we need some olive oil and you know we've been we've had both of these things in our country for quite a long time right and yet we've somehow figured out how to get along without putting them together anyway Um, Back to your original question. Select Starbucks stores in Seattle and Los Angeles and reserves. That is those Starbucks fancy reserve stores in Chicago, Seattle, and New York are also serving the Oleato. Um, By the way, caffeine is a stimulant. Olive oil is a relaxant. So it's going to make you run (laughs) to the toilet. It's like built in.
0: Wait a minute. It's a relaxant? Olive oil?
1: It relaxes things. (laughs) It
0: does.
1: (laughs) What? I mean, it's not that hard to believe. (laughs) If you combine fat in a meal or a beverage like coffee, it already stimulates the bowels. That is according to uh, Aaron Polinsky Wade, who is a registered dietitian. That combination can cause cramping and increased oh. mobility in the colon, therefore having a laxative effect. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, oh. upset stomach, diarrhea. So I don't really think you want this in that your morning combo coffee. Is not... <laughs> what? What? I'm I'm just... But yet you want to try it. You're over here trying to get... It's fine. I didn't have any problems after we ate.
0: ate, We drank that.
1: You didn't. You didn't have to run for the
0: I didn't, and I had a lot of it. (laughs) Mike, how about you?
1: Uh, It was a rough afternoon. What? (laughs) See? Was it? I'm telling you. It's just a matter of time. Oh before they pull it off the shelves it's gonna it kind Are they of just reminds trying me it
0: out in those markets to see if they want to bring it to the Midwest or something Is yeah that well the point? I mean
1: like I said Chicago uh, yeah. Seattle yeah, yeah I'm assuming they're Large testing markets. it out to see if people like it and mm-hmm. then um you know look Starbucks has been successful doing all sorts of stuff so I wouldn't put it past them but I just I think that's just not my choice I know, I know It's not my choice I would much rather have give me like an eggnog latte Give me, you know, uh, chocolate pudding latte. I'm
0: glad that you're Capioca on the eng- eggnog train because I love eggnog. Oh, I love
1: eggnog. Okay. Eggnog latte. I got to get one of those every year.
0: Oh, I've never had a latte. I just like I like eggnog. to cut it with milk. You yeah. know, half milk. My well, mom so used to make us do fatty. that. Because we would drink the whole carton in a day yeah. if we didn't. Yeah. we were only allowed a certain amount.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's got as much calories, I think, as like ice cream. So it's basically just drinking melted ice cream.
0: Yeah, that's what I like about it. Tastes it so guess. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I'm glad we stopped talking about Oliato.
1: Oliato. Oh, I was gonna look up and see what that word means. Meaning? Oh of yeah, Oliato. I
0: think it is Italian.
1: Uh, actually. Oleato is an adjective that means oiled. So it's actually English? Oh. oh. <laughs> is that true? Okay. Oleato. Okay. Oleate is a verb.
0: Okay. Oleate yes, ourselves it is. to it's a break. very active.
1: All right. Well... <laughs> So is your colon, <laughs> apparently, after you drink this stuff. Hey, when we come back, uh, we have to go to Great Britain. There is a new book, Dawn, that I would like to see if you would like to read. It's all about the royal family when we return right here mm. on my talk, The
0: MyTalk website or app.
1: Hey, MyTalkers, Bradley here for my good friends at light. You know they work with refugees and displaced persons around the world, providing critical basics while helping those folks rebuild meaningful lives. And you know, one of the biggest challenges they're seeing today is families struggling with climate change. And I know sometimes climate change can seem like a, a very broad sort of topic distance from actual people. But increasingly, as of 2020, for example, for the very first time, more people on planet Earth were displaced by climate than war or conflict. For example, five consecutive failed rainy seasons on the Somali Peninsula have left 5 million people acutely food insecure. But thankfully, A Light is there. They're responding with emergency food, hygiene, and other relief. All the while helping families create safe and secure homes from which to make a new beginning. To help the work Alight is doing in this and many critical areas of the world, head to wearealight.org.
0: The adventures of bradley and dawn on my talk one zero seven one everything entertainment yes please join us for the big climb and we would love uh if you can't make it that day you can still join um you can donate like mike said on our website uh, to our team and uh yeah this year is going to be a lot of fun different locations so check that out keyword climb okay so there's a new book about the royals um is it from an actual royal or just somebody who thinks they know about the royals, Bradley?
1: Hello, Don, and welcome from the United Kingdom once again. I have flown over here and oh, I'm reporting live from outside Buckingham Palace.
0: What do you think about olive oil and coffee?
1: I think it's a disgrace. Basically. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay. Thank the you.
1: only thing that you should put... In coffee is Vegemite.
0: Oh gosh, that's interesting. Bleah! Are you sure you're not from Australia? Or
1: what's the British <laughs> equivalent of Vegemite?
0: Oh, Marmite. I oh, they got their own thing.
1: Uh, here's the thing, Don. There's a new book being written. Okay, you can go away, British uh, orchestra. There's a book being written. It's actually been written by a veteran royal correspondent named Robert Jobson, and it's called Our King. And there is another load of juicy bombshells in this book. Ooh. Uh here's what well, there's there's so many different ways to uh go at this book, but I will tell you that it was quote serialized in the Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if that gives you any indication of the perspective of this book. Okay. Would you like to take a gander at or take a guess at Well, what it's perhaps...
0: anti Harry <laughs> and Megan. And yeah. and um you know, pro-King Charles.
1: Kate, in fact, found uh the Windsor walkabout with Harry, and this is how I landed upon this book. There was a story about how apparently Kate Middleton uh found that walkabout with Harry and Meghan after the Queen's death, you know, where they just were walking. Mm-hmm. To be, quote, one of the hardest things she's ever had to do. <laughs>
0: Sorry, because she had to be near Megan? Yes, because
1: oh. of the Ill, beha- the Ill feelings between oh, the gosh. couples.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry, honey.
1: Charles was frustrated at Harry's bad manners mm. for overshadowing his golf tour in 2016. <laughs> the Queen was mystified by Harry and Megan's public criticisms of the monarchy. Charles and William decided they could not risk being alone with Harry again. After the Sussex bombshell interview with Oprah because they would no longer treat him as a trusted uh, or as trusted members of the family. Okay. So you can tell that this book has a perspective, Dawn. Yeah. Will you read this?
0: No, <gasps> I will not.
1: Do you know that there were also, according to this book, fears that if Megan was allowed to join by video link from Canada during that so-called Sandringham Summit where they were dishing things out? Sure. Um, that, that it would not be secure, like if they did a video link, so she might, you know, send it to like TMZ or something.
0: Oh my god, so they
1: couldn't say all their nasty things.
0: Oh, right, right, privately, right, right. And plus, um, they wouldn't have been able to get away with what they did.
1: I did get well, exactly. I did really get excited for this book though, because you know, like I know, I know you're like super Team Harry and Megan right now because mm-hmm. we read the book, and I totally get it. But I do just find the royal family to be incredibly fascinating as an institution from a distanced perspective. I don't, you know, like I have a feeling about them. Yeah. But I'm never going to know them, so I kind of don't care, right? right? Like, I right. just want to know the ins and outs of what... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe
0: Pretty sure that's JLo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's like to be in that bizarre fishbowl of an institution. This arcane dinosaur unicorn thing. Yeah. Petrified mummy of... Go on, regality. <laughs>
0: wow, that was really something.
1: This is a lot of Ooh, words. but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, so I'm always here for the books. Like, mm-hmm. I read what was that book? The there was another Royal Insider oh, that came out before Harry's book, and I would actually recommend it because I think it would give you like a broader perspective.
0: No,
1: that it would give you some like even-handed perspective about Harry and Meghan in a way. I think it balances like she wasn't. Oh, I, I'll figure it out. But anyway, tell me what you think about. Um, Remind the listeners why you love Harry and Meghan so much. While uh, I look at this book,
0: it's not necessarily that. It's just that we've never had, you know, something like this, except for their parents, Harry and uh, William's parents, talking about things and each other in TV interviews. Yeah, remember. Let's not let's not forget about that. Um, But this seems to be. An account I mean everyone's perspective, no matter who it is, if we're in the same place and we experience something, we're each gonna have our own perspective on it. Yeah. Dependent on how we feel yeah. and our past experiences. So of course it's gonna be skewed towards his way. And I do recognize that. Like it didn't have to some of the things, um, because of the damage he had, you know, and, and the just the trauma that he went through, it's going to cloud everything. You know, and so you go back and you look at well, why did that trauma happen? It was because of the way it was handled.
1: Um, I will tell you that book it's called The Palace Papers, Tina Brown.
0: Okay. Yes, I'm familiar you've, with her. I was gonna yeah. say
1: you've probably heard of it. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it was a great read and it gives you all this insight, background on Camilla, background on Megan's dad. That's I found though that part really interesting. Like it talked about the really close relationship they had early in life. And mm. we learned some of that later in the documentary, but That actually played out, meaning the things that she was talking about in her book played out in the documentary, the Harry and Meghan documentary, which made me feel more confident about the reporting that she had.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Obviously, I'm not saying she got everything 100 percent right, but.
0: um, Well, nothing is 100 percent right. And
1: everybody has their own perspective, right? For sure.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, So this is currently out.
1: It's what called, is the
0: name of the book?
1: Again, the king, uh, it's called, uh, what did I say? The king? No. Yes. Our king.
0: Our own.
1: It's called Our King. What? Why did you?
0: Well, I mean, that alone right there. Our king means I mean, we own him. King. Yes. But it's like putting ownership on a person and just saying our means there's more regard. I think our king, not just the king.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Our King Charles the Third, the Man the Monarch revealed. There is a Kindle version available for nine ninety nine.
0: Ooh, I wonder how many Brits are gonna read this, or if it's mostly Americans. <laughs> well, he's
1: apparently a Sunday Times best selling author. Okay. The definitive biography of King Charles the Third. To Charles, being monarch has nothing to do with power. He believes his role is to lead. Wait a minute, what?
0: Well, that sounds like a skewed view.
1: It is up to others whether they choose to follow. Oh, okay.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. Uh,
1: I'm still here though. I'm going to be front uh, front and center. Are you going to read it? I don't know. I might read this book. I am going on vacation in a bit, but... Don't I, you
0: have something else lined up to I read? Do. I always really... have something else lined up.
1: I do. In fact, this is when I usually vacation is my time to read fiction. Mm. And I have a mystery that I want to finish and another mystery I want to start. Maybe we should talk about that this week. Like, yeah. good, good books that you guys are reading. But okay. when we come back, let's shift our focus to old Hollywood. We're going back to World War II and Veronica Lake's hair. Don will bring us here when we return right here on My Talk 1071 i
0: spring is finally here. Livia Weight Control Centers wants to help you get healthier and more active. Uh, If you love to bike, hike, or just walk your dog, losing weight can make any activity more enjoyable. So they have experts that will build a personalized nutrition plan for you. It is doctor recommended. And you can lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks. That's what happened to me. And I lost 29 pounds with Livia. The reason why it was 29 and not 30, because some people ask me, is because that would make it an even number for me. So I'm kind of OCD like that. Uh, I'm still down uh, those pounds and I feel great. And I've actually been training for the big climb, which was so much easier than the first year because I didn't do it. Why? Because I didn't think I could. But... Um, anybody can do the big climb, but I'm just saying the intimidation of it because I had put on some pounds, uh, it was just a little bit too much for me. So, but join right now and get eight weeks free when you mention me. 855 GoLivia or visit Livia.com. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. The Adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We've talked about the latest celebrity gossip, and now let's go to the back lots. To the back lot, it's time to go Time to go to the back lot It's the lot that is in the back of a movie studio To
1: the back lot, it's time to go Won't you join us in the back lot? We're meeting Bradley and Don in the back lot Let's go Hello, Don Hello Let's be all
0: 1940s Yes, let's Okay, so Veronica Lake is our topic. Actually, Verona, Veronica Lake's hair oh. who lived a life of its own, really, when you think about the influence it had on not just women, but um, also it threatened the war.
1: The, oh, wow. How did her hair threaten the war?
0: Okay, so it all started whenever they did a screen test with Veronica Lake, and um, by accident, her hair fell over one eye. Okay, and so they thought it looked pretty cool and um it became a trademark for her.
1: What film was that? Do you remember?
0: Oh thank you for asking. No, sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. No, I do know that. It's just in a different thing I need to click on here. Oh.
1: Veronica Lake has some beautiful hair. If you I mean, literally I remember when the internet first came out, I would just Google um well, did I Google at the time? I think I just searched for like old Hollywood uh, heroines, uh, just pictures to look at oh, old yeah. Hollywood starlets, and Veronica Lake was a regular treat. Okay, so She's the, so beautiful.
0: She is beautiful. Um, I wanted wings, is what it was called. I ni- wanted wings in nineteen forty-one. So, um, so many women just admired her and thought she was so gorgeous. It was like a different look that people hadn't seen. That they adopted the same hairstyle, which if you don't know, is long flowing blonde hair that has a wave to it. And, um, you know, it goes over one eye if you're doing this peekaboo look. Yeah. okay, That's
1: probably not real good if you're in a factory.
0: Well, that's the problem. And that's why it threatened the war. Um, women entered the workforce in increasing numbers during World War II. So they were in factories. They were making ammunition in hazardous factory jobs. Heavy machinery is involved. Yeah. And reports circulated of something that happened in an airplane factory. Oh. Where somebody had hair when they went to work and then they didn't have hair anymore. What? I'll just put it that way.
1: You so mean then, like they lost their hair?
0: Yes, they lost their hair. And more.
1: <laughs> and more? What else could you lose? Well,
0: I just don't want to say it just because it's, it makes a bad image in people's okay. heads. Right. Um, so there was an inner office memo that went around and... Um, It said the working gals indifference to the dangers of long flowing hairdos has driven personnel directors to the last stages of profanity. This woman wrote Veronica Lake has had a tremendous influence because of her unfettered mane upon too large a percentage of ladies engaged in turning out the ammunition. Did you get it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, So. The government actually went to Paramount, which is the studio that she worked for, and um, they w- went to ask her, hey, do you think you might change your hairstyle so people won't do this and, and have terrible accidents? And so she agreed. She did a short film promoting her new look, which isn't as cute. <laughs> I just put it that way. It kind of looked like horns of some oh. sort it was an updo okay. and it had so it started like a part in the middle and updo on the sides and then rolls and they were called something like victory rolls or victory something buns yeah victory
1: kind of like princess leia buns
0: right except it was rolled on top of the head you kind of you probably have seen joan crawford with this same hairstyle okay if you know what i mean so um so, you know, she did it and she was like, don't wear your hair like I did. You don't want to get hurt. And then she, uh, I wish I had that PSA, but I do not.
1: Well, I can read you from, let's see, the State Journal, Lansing, Michigan, Wednesday, February 17th, 1943. Uh, in a story that says government clamps down on Veronica Lake, her hairdo called menace. There is literally an article which says, um, let's see. uh. The federal government cracked down on Veronica Lake today as a menace to the war effort. It claimed too many lady airplane workers imitating her peekaboo bob had removed parts of their head. I won't use the term uh, themselves in machinery. She said, "Okay," said she was tired of looking at the war through one eye anyway, and that henceforth she'd wear her hair on the top of her head.
0: Yes. That's crazy. Yes. You can read in detail about her hair. I'll put it in our show links page. I think it's actually, it's already there. It's from Glam Glam Amour. The website, and they have all types of exposés on different celebrities. And they also show all of the influence that she's had on, you know, Reese Witherspoon has worn. Every celebrity out there at some point, uh, women in particular, have worn this Veronica Lake hairstyle, which is not their own hair. It's extensions but I won't get into that right now. So then um so she does these victory rolls on her hair and then eventually she even just cut her hair short which kind of ended her career sadly. Her hair? Yeah, because she had a short haircut which she just wouldn't really get cast anymore after she cut off her hair, which is really sad. I mean, how can a hairstyle Affect yeah. a war. I did
1: not know that.
0: And um, maim and injure people, and also ruin someone's career. It well, also almost love seems the idea like
1: idea I also love the idea that she's responsible for, you know, like maybe if they just had proper plant security.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, right.
1: They wouldn't have had problems, <laughs> right? Or right. not security, but like rules and regulations. Like, hey. hey, you can't wear your hair down. She's a movie star. You're on the factory floor. (laughs) Right. I just also love the idea that women were just showing up for work dressed to the nines as Veronica Lake. Right. And really probably didn't happen. Right. Like I just you remember all of the women work like going out to the to the workplace in the 1940s. You know, they probably weren't wearing like full length gowns with like full Hollywood hair.
0: Well, I think that the long hair thing was a a thing, though. It probably just like, you know... I'm just saying it
1: seems a little much to put it all on her.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there are even, like, Life Magazine had a little um, expose on it um, talking about hair. There's even a, a photo of a woman getting her hair caught in a machine Just to freak people out even more. (laughs) Um, And then they showed her with her hair cut short, which is like, okay, it really does change her face. But then again, she was a little bit older at the time. So not only are we cutting our hair off, but we're not 20 years old anymore. Yeah. So, you know, that's probably going to change someone's perception.
1: I just also love that the federal government had to contact her like, Uh ma'am, your hair is up to
0: you. To save women.
1: She said she, quote, in this article from 1943, she said she didn't quite understand what all the fuss was about. She said she had nothing to do with her one eye hairdress anyhow. What happened was I was making my first movie test as a drunk. The hank of hair came down in front of my eye, and the head men insisted I leave it that way. I've been worrying with it and stumbling through life ever since this request from the government is only a pleasure. It's a relief. Also, apparently, they just talk differently. Everything all right now, War Manpower Commission. (laughs) Thanks, Veronica. You
0: read that so well, like you were in an audition. That's great. Um, So her overall look was created by the great costumer and designer Edith Head. Oh, sure. Because she was... You would know her
1: from uh, The Incredible... Or what was that? What's the movie...
0: The Incredibles? Uh,
1: yeah, you know the one where they have that character that's based sort of loosely on Edith Head. Oh. The little the, the one with the short hair.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Oh gosh, what is that? Uh, maybe Mike remembers, but maybe anyway, not. Anyway. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, but she was uh responsible for um her look and she was also also called uh the queen of Paramount polish. So she would just create the style, you know, women who were with Paramount they would have their entire style designed by Edith, so it's like she would just make them who they so are. So
1: really, it was Edith Head's problem, or
0: the men who told her to keep her hair like that. Yeah,
1: the Edna—it's uh, Edna Mode from Incredibles, who's based oh, on yes. Edith Head.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, that is—that's it, man. And and they kind of wanted her. It says in this article also that Edith Head did a lot of um, gowns that would lengthen her body, and the long hair was a part of that because. They wanted to make her appear taller because she was four foot eleven. Oh wow! I mean, I'm like, have you ever even seen an e, or, or um, a Veronica Lake movie? I think I've seen This Gun for Hire. Um, that's sort of a film noir classic. But um, yeah, other than that, a lot of people just know Veronica Lake for her hair. And yeah, when you ask beautiful. them, "Have you ever even seen a movie?" They're like, "Oh no, I guess I haven't." But anyway.
1: Those were the, the story days.
0: of Veronica Lake's hair.
1: Thank you. You'll be putting that in our uh, show links page, right, Dawn?
0: Yes, I think it's already there.
1: When we come back, Halle Berry was naked on a balcony drinking some wine. We'll find out why when we return right here on My Talk.
0: The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Um, we had a couple stories this weekend that were... Uh, I read them back to back, and it just was so... Such opposing views. First, I clicked on the story. If you did not hear the first hour around this time, we talked about Jamie Lee Curtis praising Carol G for speaking up about being photoshopped on the cover of GQ magazine because she's like, I like myself the way I am. This doesn't look like my body or face. So we had that, and then I read Halle Berry drinks wine naked on her
1: balcony. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it good. was just like good for her. Oh my
0: gosh! So I'm fine with that. Um, it just kind of ended up being a bunch of creepy people. It seems like what you, do you know mean? Uh, because she put it up on her Instagram. It says, "I do what I want to do." Okay, and. Great. Um, Then people were like, "Who's a photographer? Wish it was me." Eh." You know, things like that. Oh sure. And then people saying that they—they're like, "Eh, "People saying that they scrolled, like they zoomed in to try to see if they could see the boobies,
1: the lower half." Oh ew.
0: (laughs) Which made me go ew.
1: Oh yeah, I guess I didn't even notice, but yeah, you can see uh, there's some
0: shadows. Yeah, but it's all in shadow but it's all in shadow. So you actually don't even see anything. You just see that she's her silhouette really in her arm. Mostly. Um,
1: I mean, she looks great.
0: Yeah. I'm guilty Whoever. of zooming in. Okay. <laughs> all right. Who's the photographer? I'm jelly. It's like, I hate using the term jelly. The photographer, <laughs> by the way, Noted. is yeah, don't say that to me. Um, the photographer photographer is her boyfriend, Van hunt. And, um, he responded he's like I did it and they're like you win
1: well so that makes sense because I would hope it wasn't like some random dude just walking right. by
0: paparazzi I mean she put it up herself so Romeo Romeo the reason why I'm talking about this is because I just thought this must have been a drunk decision because when do you say go outside and take a picture of me well yeah i mean if you do start to
1: think about it too much it doesn't you know you're a little concerned (laughs) because she's on this beautiful balcony and it seems very much like hey so i'm gonna go out on the balcony yes and i want you to go downstairs and take your photo or your camera Uh uh-huh and take a picture of me drinking some wine, and then you have to like stage it so it's like, okay, drink the wine.
0: Yeah, and her hair is all a mess.
1: It's tousled. I it, think is the okay. The term. It looks it's very like very Veronica she's, Lake.
0: Yeah, it's Veronica
1: Lake drunk is what. Luckily, it is. she's not in a factory.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that hair would be sucked up into a machine yeah. right away. Um, and it looks like she's. Chugging the rest of it, you know, it's just for me, it wasn't a sexy photo, it wasn't repulsive, but I was just laughing. It's just it gave me, I want to know the whole scene about how this happened because I don't know if it was like, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna do a picture like choreographed. It just seems like a bad decision you do when you're drinking, yeah, but it's not a bad decision for her because she's.
1: I feel like the bad decision I would make would be a different photograph, but. (laughs) I don't know what the point is, other than like, let's take a very pretty photo of you on a balcony.
0: Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. I'm like, what is she looking for? I'm not shaming her for being I new. Mean, she looks great, and she, she's also she how old is she? She's something
1: fifty yeah. six. Mean, she looks great.
0: Yeah, she does. She looks amazing, but we all know that. But I don't know what the point is of putting up a picture well, like that. Apparently, she this is the first time.
1: Okay. Last month, she posted a steamy. Bathroom photo, like literally there was steam on the... Oh. And she's holding her boobazos. Okay. She's like doing the like cross things. I mean, so the... if I were... Boobages get nice and plumpy dump. Don't say dump. Plump. Plumpity. <laughs> plumpy <dump. laughs> Plumpity. Oh, no. Plumpy. Plump.
0: Oh, well, I guess I need to check out her Instagram because I just read this I do, article. you know, like look, I she's feeling
1: place. herself. Oh, yeah. it's also right in front of her shower. I love that there's like a mirror with no or excuse me, a shower with no curtain right in front of the mirror. Like you
0: Oh, no.
1: I just don't need to look at all that. No. Myself I'm saying. I'm, <laughs> I
0: agree. Like, can you
1: imagine being in a like in your shower just no. I don't. No.
0: Yeah, I don't want um I don't want to see getting all myself. your bits. Yeah. But. Oh, gosh, I just I don't know what there is mm-hmm. to say about this other than I didn't think. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just didn't. I didn't think it was a I bad to thing. I talk about
1: it, but, but I don't know what to say.
0: No, it's just because of the contrast of the other story that I just read about. Like, I want to age and I, you know, Andy McDowell, Justine Bateman. Um, we had Jamie Lee Curtis like, oh, we just want our to see ourselves as beautiful the way we are and what's wrong with that. And that there's a real problem with people trying to put out an image that isn't
1: hmm. real. So then are you criticizing her in some way?
0: I am not. It was just kind of funny that I read those and then you have this, which, you know, I'm not saying she isn't beautiful. I just don't know if at that like she point in my life or what are you yeah I I just don't know if at 56 even if I look like that I would care enough to put it out there it's not like she's not getting work you yeah. know what I mean like does she need to do this is there a reason hmm. or is it just hey don't forget I would assume I'm hot. <laughs> Halle Berry
1: is just used to feeling herself and like she's also a celebrity so you know people want to look at it
0: yeah I guess so look at her Yes, they do. Now, her boyfriend, uh, who took the picture, he is, he says that his life has changed um, completely since being with Halle Berry, I would say so. I feel like
1: they've been together for a few years. It's been uh, a
0: while. It's September 2020. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it's um, a few years. Uh, he says, I'm a completely different person. I can say it like that, and I think it's improved every aspect of my life to the way he, that, his relationship with Hallie influences everything from his music to his parenting. That's what he told Entertainment tonight last year. Um so yeah. Van Hunt is right. his name. I didn't even know she had a boyfriend, honestly.
1: Yeah. Well, now we do. And she likes to take nudie photos. Yeah, she does. Um uh, okay, so um I would like to, unless you have something else to say, no, I don't. About Halle Berry, I do want to offer up an idea of what's coming next. There is uh, a trip that I'm going to be embarking upon mm-hmm. next week, and we started packing already because I live with a Virgo who's very organized and mm. he will take things out. Like, so we're already packing, is my point for this trip we started he has a list of all the things we have to pull for our cruise vacation he does
0: because i'm like that too yeah you do have I to have some virgo in my anyway i think go you on. do
1: you got to have a virgo in your chart somewhere but anyway so um there's got to be something cuz i there is one thing in particular i'm thinking about that we pack every time for the trip and i'm like god this is weird i bet everybody has the thing that they pack for a trip that other people would look at like what are you packing like you don't need that why do you why are you packing that so what is that for you? Okay. We're gonna ask that question when we come back. Um, do you want to know now?
0: For uh, me to
1: tease you?
0: Yeah, I can also tell you something that if it's a road trip, I go and get everywhere I go.
1: Oh, okay. I'm thinking of things you pack, but like, tell me, for example, what you're thinking of.
0: I have to have a box fan.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, for sure.
0: I go to Walmart and I buy. Oh, one. you
1: buy one on your vacation. Every time.
0: Yeah, in a hotel, it's worth it. $16 or whatever? $14? You
1: go buy the fan, and then what do you do? Just leave it?
0: Yeah or i'd put it in the car. Wow. I mean if it's a road trip. Oh, if it's a
1: road trip and then you or just not. you just have like 50 box fans in your house?
0: Um if we don't bring it with us on a road trip, then i will buy one wow. and i will leave it. Cuz
1: you like to have that noise.
0: I yes, i do.
1: We I, always have to have a fan or something. Like usually in the hotel it's fine cuz you can run the fan. Mm-hmm. You know, in the hotel room. But i yeah, i totally agree with that. That's a great one. Yeah. Um mine is actually small and you put them on the wall.
0: Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. A f- painting? No. Oh, my God. A painting of you. <laughs> yes. We like to bring self-portraits. <laughs> a small, portraits. little, tiny portrait of yourself.
1: Hand-painted portraits let's see, of let's see.
0: Let me try to guess, though, okay. before you tell you me. You put
1: it on the wall. Put it on now
0: the wall. Now, it's very unique to a, a cruise.
1: Nope. Um, and it's very unique to a cruise because cruise walls are different than your average wall.
0: Oh, are they slanted in to make you feel even more claustrophobic? (laughs) Are they slanted out so that you feel like the room is bigger?
1: No. It's something that you wouldn't be able to do on your own walls at home.
0: Oh, my gosh. Do you know what it is, Mike?
1: Does it have something to do with, like... What's it called when you can like uh the little things that go like on a refrigerator or something.
0: Magnets?
1: Ma- not a magnet, but like a um why can I not think of the word right now? I don't know, but Don actually sells oh, word. Oh, is it, it, it d- magnet? <laughs> it <not laughs> <magnum. laughs> I'm not gonna touch that. <laughs> Literally. Oh. Uh it is a magnet of okay. sorts, but it's what's attached to the magnet that makes it A clock? Nope.
0: Oh. Mm. Toothbrush.
1: Nope. Ooh. Magnet hooks.
0: That's what it is? You yeah, just so flat out just told me right now?
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I am I. literally just told you, but I want you guys to call with uh, and tell us what the things are you travel with that are weird or random, totally random. Um, 651-641-1071, and we'll talk about it on the other side of this break. The magnets, because cruise ship walls are magnetic. They are. Or they're metal huh? or whatever, right? Because the ship is all, Ooh. you know, what? Yeah. Suction cup, by the way, is the word I couldn't come up with. I wasn't sure where you were going. I was trying to get suction cup, but yes, (laughs) magnets work too. But magnets, so (laughs) magnetic hooks you put up, and then because you get a bunch of places to hang things, because cruise ship rooms can be small. And not have a ton of storage. That's
0: very thoughtful of you. I have another weird thing that I try to bring, and sometimes I'm denied, and they take it away from me.
1: Well, you'll tell us what that is, hopefully, when we come back, and you guys will call us with the weird things you have to travel with, 651-641-1071, when we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn.